0: The Money Show. Consumer Ninja. Oh, Consumer Ninja, Wendy Nola. She's going to be spitting mad. She's going to be fuming because she is on a pet subject. And that pet subject is those infuriating, Wendy Nola, infuriating extra costs. What do you call them? The the on-the-road costs or the the delivery fee fee or the dealership fee. Those costs that you're not supposed to notice when you're buying a new car.
1: Well, exactly. So for me, I mean, the costs, whatever it is, the checking of the car, the 150,000 point check, the valeting, the um, preparing it, you know, new cars need new uh, coolant, whatever, whatever. Obviously, those are costs and all the other admin fees and whatever as well. The point is, though, do it as other industries do, build it into your selling price. Don't just lump four, five, six, seven thousand rand on as this whatever fee. Don't break it down unless you are asked by the buyer because they shop and sees this line on the on the sale agreement on the office to purchase and thinks what is that for? And um, in many cases, especially first time buyers, Bruce, they just looking at that number that they're going to pay every month to the bank and they don't look at how that number was arrived at. And so this, this, this few thousand rand sits there and the issue at stake is of course the issue at hand is that the national according to the national credit regulator the national credit act does not allow for anything other than the cost of the licensing and registration and and perhaps the cost of paying someone to stand in the queue for you plus uh the petrol um yeah, that's pretty much it. That that's what the act allows to be added on as extra extras on a financed agreement, right? Because the credit um act only applies to finance agreement, not to those people who pay cash for their cars. So the last time we spoke about this, um uh it was the it was a, around the fact that two years ago to the month, April twenty nineteen, um uh, the National Con- Consumer Tribunal ruled that in its test case that the that VW financial services and by implication though all other vehicle finance houses eventually was wrong to add this on the road fee to the contracts at the time I got so excited and said so everyone else um, the NCR released a press release saying that um, VW financial services must cease the practice andor contact conduct of charging consumers the on-the-road admin and handling fees on credit agreements from the 10th of April 2019 and to submit written confirmation that they've done this. And here was the interesting part Bruce. Bruce, They must calculate the total amount of charges, fees or interest levied for on-the-road admin and handling fees and refund all those customers um, those charges, fees or interests and submit a report by independent auditors. Can you imagine how excited thousands of people got? But it was not to be. Oh, oh, and the NCR said they would continue to conduct industry-wide investigations on fees and charges on credit agreements to root out illegal charges and fees on credit agreements. Um, And waiting in the wings was was BMW Financial Services. Um, They were also issued with a a compliance notice to stop doing the -the on-the-road fee thing, Um, and the That We were all expecting that case to go to the tribunal next. But what happened was VW Financial Services appealed that tribunal ruling. And we waited and we waited for two years, during which time – this is what we discussed in December, I think it was, that we last spoke about this, Bruce – during which time all the other finances and all the dealerships just carried on doing the the on-the-road fee by whatever name they chose to call it – and there was nothing anybody could do about it because the tribunal's ruling was of no effect because of the appeal. And now we were waiting and waiting and waiting till last week when it went to the High Court. But guess what? Um, <laughs> it's not it, – it hasn't been heard because um, when I checked with the regulator this week, um, they said that um, – the uh, matter hasn't as yet to proceed uh, because um, I'm just trying to find in my notes here. The appeal is ongoing, and BMW Financial Services has applied to the High Court to intervene in the appeal. Uh, the application was heard uh, by the High Court, um, which has reserved its judgment. The merits of the appeal will be heard in the future. So I mean, more vague you can't get. Went back to them. Could I have some context? Because I have the court papers. No, you can't, I was told. We don't do that. It's not our policy. (laughs) So I went to BMW Financial Services and I said, please, can you give me the court papers? No, we're not in a position to share them with you. It's currently with the high court um, where the application is heard. I tried very hard to get the papers from the high court and I haven't. So I can't tell you what they're arguing, Bruce, but I can say, unfortunately – we don't have uh, any clarity on whether this is – they can do it or not. And for now, you can expect your dealership, if you go and buy a car, to lump it on there along with all the others.
0: Okay. So let me play devil's advocate for a moment because I know how much you like that. Um, If I am um, – Oh, I live for that. If I'm a motor dealer, I have a cost of doing my business, and I need to make a profit margin. If I then lump my costs on in a series of three extra fees, which I then am transparent about and disclose them, and then say the final price instead of being ninety seven is now a hundred thousand, for argument's sake, is that not better than me just saying to you, okay, the car will cost you a hundred thousand? Um, I'm. What is the what is really the difference?
1: So, okay. The difference is about is the difference is transparency, Bruce. So they will advertise the car for one hundred and eighty thousand, um, and then instead of advertising it at one hundred and eighty-six thousand which would be more transparent. Ah, I mean, it, w- what cool. other industry do you get the, uh, these things added on? And as I said right at the beginning, I deal with a lot of consumers. It's it's a, it's. Um, Yeah, they share their problems in detail with me. And I can tell you that many of them um, don't think to ask what it is until afterwards. Or if they do ask what it is, it's very difficult to get a straight answer. And after – it's not broken down. I mean, where else – it's just a complete lack of disclosure and transparency. And we're in an age where, thanks to the Consumer Protection Act and the NCA, which applies here, you know – the, our service providers need to be open and and upfront with us. So what the answer I've got from the motor industry um um, um ombudsman and all the other players in the motor industry is, well, it was all just, they signed.
0: <laughs> okay, but here's it, the problem. It was okay. close,
1: but it's, it, they sand.
0: So it's Please. like these people. It's like these people who quote you on a job. And it often happens, I think, in the building trade. And then you go, oh, yeah, okay, no, that'll be fine. And then they go... Oh, but that's ex vat uh, when it comes to paying the bill. And you go, hold on a second, but. South that Af- be
1: illegal. South, Af- South
0: African law. Is that you know? um You've got to quote the full price. If it's a hundred, then it must be hundred and fifteen because there's fifteen exactly. percent VAT. And they go. It's a similar thing. Uh, you know, and they sort of look at you as if you're stupid. And you've already gone so far down the road. And there was another quote that you had with VAT included for hundred and eight. And now you're sitting with 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 Kippy, who's now smugly looking at you and and has managed to pull one over you. Um, and you just, I mean, the 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 bile rises. Um, because you've you, you've been you've been deceived, and that's the problem with these on the road fees. If it was included in a final price and not disclosed, I don't think you'd have a problem with it. But the fact that is that it comes as an add-on, following your transaction, your your conclusion of the deal where you think you're paying a hundred, and you get then get charged a hundred and ten, and you are going hold on a second, but and I, I didn't yeah, agree to this. Got you. So Got like, you. It's 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 a
1: much bigger problem, and that um. People, their naivety is exposed, exploited rather. So they'll go and um, what buy this car, whatever, and they they fixated on the monthly cost to them, right? And they're not looking at the breakdown. So a lot of extras get added on there, or extras that are more expensive than they need. So, for example, a very high end tracking device that the insurer doesn't need that level of, you know, it could be cheaper, or they could get it much cheaper if they did it themselves. Um, all sorts of little insurances for scratches and dents. And if you actually go into it, the chances of you actually ever having a successful claim are not all that good at all. It's just padding and padding and padding tow bars and canopies on secondhand cars that were actually fitted by the original owner. So that so when the owner sold, they didn't get any extra value for those um, extra things they paid for. But now they sold, resold to the person that i promise you it's a much bigger picture bruce and i'm passionate about uh, i love the motoring industry i was a motoring journalist for 15 years i mean I, i'm passionate about cars but the abuse that goes on um are, you know especially of those the uninitiated people buying their first cars is, is shameful. I always say to people, send me your offer to purchase, purchase. Let me go through it. Let me tell you where it's been padded beyond, you know, um, reasonableness and we'll get it done and you'll be paid. I mean, you pay for cars, Bruce. Remember we discussed this. We're paying for up to eight years now on car deals. What? So it's it's a huge, yeah, and then of course there's the regi- residual. That's a whole other subject but I just feel very passionately about people um people just being led by the nose. Um and yes, they are at fault for not questioning, but when you you know, you, you don't have experience it's, uh, it's very easy to just be led
0: into... And it's not like going to Pick and Pay and buying a loaf of bread, which you may do three or four times a week. You buy a car maybe once every five years, maybe once every ten years, or if you In my family the longer periods of time because you're a cheapskate. And okay. if, <laughs> the next time you go, you've forgotten what you learned last time, you know, because memories fade. And these blighters need to be called out. Got you. There's a
1: lot of big lack of transparency that's my issue so we wait to see what happens with this fee
0: thank you wendy nola our consumer ninja on a wednesday night the on the road fee the dealership fees the charges for tow bars oh my goodness gracious me don't be scared to walk away from the deal i know it's pretty and i know it's shiny and it smells nice and you think you'll look fabulous in it but that wears off after two days and you'll still be stuck with a bill